Hello, my name is Joanne, and welcome to Sounds Good. Hi, my name is Joanne, and welcome to the fifth episode of Sounds Good. If you're new to this channel, this is a podcast channel where we upload anything and everything on audio. And what we talk about here is anything related to faith. So please consider subscribing and also share this to your friends. And also please hit like and tap on the notification bell so that you can get updated when I have new episodes in. I have to get used to saying that. Welcome to episode 5 of Sounds Good. I cannot believe that we are already on the fifth episode. Everything started really quickly. I think at first I was just really flirting around the idea of creating a podcast just for my creative output because we were locked in our houses and we can't really do anything. So I thought of this project as some sort of a creative output and also as a source of ministering to others the small way that we can. Before I know it, we're already on the fifth episode. So I don't think I've ever formally introduced myself to you guys yet. When I started this podcast, I didn't really write a storyboard for it. Everything happens so quickly. So for the past few episodes, it's more of like a devotional content, sort of. But today I just really want to just give you a glimpse of who I am and kind of like have you introduced to me. Because, well, I'm hosting Sounds Good and I think it's just fitting for you guys, my listeners, to get to know me just a little bit. My name is Joanne and I am a born-again Christian. That means that I have given my life to Jesus and I follow him and I love sharing the gospel. I love shedding light to the people I meet and sharing this source of joy that I have in my life and this is just one of the facets of my passion with sharing Jesus to the world. I'm really excited to just you know just sit down and not really have an agenda today but just really talk to you and bear my heart to you. Although I do have a like a topic in hand that I want to share with you and that is the most recent experience that I've had with God and how he unearthed or how he unveiled my eyes to the condition, to the real condition of my heart. And I'm really excited to share that with you because number one, I love glorifying the name of the Lord and this story is going to just testify of the goodness of God that his goodness is not just about loving us, it's not just about answering our prayers, more than just stadium Christianity, getting the best things in this life. So God's goodness is also exposing to us the conditions of our hearts so that we can be brought to repentance and we can really draw closer to him, which is his presence. And his presence is the most wonderful thing that a Christian should hold on to. We should be in his presence moment by moment. I'm really excited to share that with you. What I want to share is that it's a little personal in the sense that I'm going to share with you my struggles with my mental health, especially when the COVID-19 hit. And at first, I didn't really realize that I was struggling with anxiety and depression. I was, I don't know, I just noticed one day that 
that I was having a hard time and it didn't seem pretty normal for me to just spend nights crying my eyes out with this heaviness inside of me that I couldn't understand. I couldn't put any words to it. It's just that I was grieving. I was lonely. I was worried and it came to a point where I couldn't even breathe. There were days where I couldn't even get up from bed because I had zero motivation to do anything. Like doing the usual daily activities that we do, like going to the groceries, restocking our pantry, even turning the TV on. I dreaded all these activities. Like everywhere I turn in my house, it was like lifeless. It made no sense to me. And I was like crying to God and was asking God, Lord, what what's happening to me? I feel so lonely i feel so unmotivated like it's it's unbearable it's unbearable but that season really exposed my heart to its real condition and i am glad i am glad that god showed my heart to me because i didn't really think that my identity and my sense of purpose was so much linked to the world because as a born-again christian we always say, right, that our identity is in Christ. Our identity is secured in Christ. But of course, that's foundational. That's biblical. But then there's knowing and then there's having a revelation of it. So I'm really glad that I realized that the footing of my relationship with God is not yet on a solid foundation in the sense that I had an idolatrous heart. So let me tell you and circle back what happened. You know, ever since, you know, the COVID hit, I was pretty adamant to it. I was like, you know, okay, we can pray things out. We can just pray, pray, pray for people. Pray, pray, pray for us. Pray for protection. I was really an advocate of it. Like I was saying, you know, God is in charge. God is powerful and we will get through it. And don't get me wrong. Those are good statements. Those are good declarations. What I'm just saying is that there was more to what was happening. And that's what I didn't see. So at first I thought, you know, we're going to get over it in a month time. But we didn't. And then I thought that we'll soon be over after two months. And then it didn't. And then the third month and the fourth month. And I think what happened is that I was taken aback with all the changes. External and internal changes that happened in my life. And it happened to all. All of us just that's why I also know that during the great community lockdown a lot of us a lot of us have struggled with anxiety a lot of us have struggled with depression because we experience overwhelming changes in our lives like the things that we were used to do the things that we used to freely do we can no longer do them and that was just a huge adjustment for all of us like for me for example prior COVID-19 my life was pretty steady in the sense that I would do all the things that made me happy like that meant two things church and work church and work church and work like I love my church I love being and serving the ministry I spent almost all of my free time at church with my spiritual family 
serving God. But it doesn't mean that my heart is pure before the Lord. Sometimes, even as born-again Christians, we can just do things just for the sake of, you know, doing it. Sometimes it's more routinary, more than it is a service to God. So that's why it is really important that God sheds light to the darkness in our hearts so that we can be brought to repentance. So that was my life prior COVID-19. And also, you know, I would work, 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 work. I mean, I was, yes, I was a such a workaholic woman and um, I just didn't know how else to live. I loved working. I loved being productive and uh, if I have any free time at all, I would meet people and share them Jesus and that that's what my life was. But then COVID hit and um, my employment was put in jeopardy. Um, the week that I was supposed to start a new employment in another company because I got retrenched last December prior COVID and I took some time off work just so I could serve the ministry but then when I was about to start my new employment the week that I was supposed to start at this new company we had a lockdown a few months later like three months later when we were out of ECQ the company called me and informed me that the position that I applied for they would no longer need it because I was supposed to be their company trainer for communications and since their company is no longer hiring at this time then there won't be any new trainees then that meant that there's no headcount to train so they called me up and they told me that they won't be needing me and so they retracted the position that they offered um so at first I thought you know that was okay I was just going to look for another job. I mean, I didn't really want to push for the position anymore because if they weren't going to need me, it wouldn't really make sense. So I did look for other jobs and I didn't realize that everything has changed and it's not that easy anymore. It's not that easy to look for a job anymore. So I was really clueless about how anxious I was getting it was just I was taking it day by day and then like one time I just experienced having difficulties with my breathing and then until it reached to a point where I just lost motivation anymore I lost motivation to talk to people I lost motivation to just do the usual activities that you know normal person would usually do and there were days that it was really hard to get up from bed so that's when I realized that I was struggling and mind you prior to knowing Jesus I was a chronic melancholic I was diagnosed with clinical depression and there was a point in time in my life where I was really mentally unstable to the point that I was detached from reality I was really young then but even as a child there were evidences of this chronic illness even as a child because I had a turbulent past and I had a very traumatic childhood so all those things put together um, really triggered this mental health struggles that I've known almost my entire life but everything changed when I came to know Jesus because for the very first time I saw how valued I was as a person and I saw my identity through his eyes and having a relationship with Jesus and getting rooted in the word of God which is the truth of God really helped me heal from this condition and so I didn't really think that 
I was ever going to face this this situation again until it did until I came face to face with it a couple of months back and it was there I could recognize it like an uninvited friend from the past and it was there right in front of me taunting me and I was I just I came to my knees and I prayed to God and I I told God how how painful it was and how I felt that I couldn't bear it any longer. I just really bore my heart out to God. And there was even a time where I couldn't even pray anymore because I felt that I've already told God everything. So I didn't know what to pray anymore. So what I did was I started worshiping. I remember I was always listening to two worship songs. I kept on singing to Waymaker by Bethel Music. And I also kept um, playing Another in the Fire by Hillsong. So those two worship songs were the songs that I really kept on repeat because their lyrics really resonated with my feelings and everything that you know I was struggling with. And it was just a good declaration. God is my way maker. God is you know, my God is with me in this struggle. I'll overcome this and will be victorious because I have God with me. He is with me. When I realized that I was isolating myself, I purposefully just reached out to friends one time and I started sharing my struggles with them. And I was glad that I did because when you're struggling with anxiety, when you're struggling with depression, you kind of like have this state of mind where, you know, people are not going to understand you. Like, you're just going to be a burden to them. And what you want to do is to just really crawl back and just be as far away as you can from people. And that's just a lie. You know, that's really just the enemy deceiving you so you can isolate yourself so that he can attack your mind. Because the Bible did say that the enemy preys on you when you're alone. That's why you're supposed to not stop meeting together with your fellow believers. And when I realized that I was isolating myself, I just, you know, reached out to friends that I trusted. And I was very glad that I did because I didn't think that their support would be so overwhelming i didn't i didn't think that i was such a valued friend because my friends they like their support was heartwarming and they would just really go out of their way just to help out and i was like you know i didn't realize that this is how valuable i am as a person this is how they value me as a friend and that gave me a fresh perspective of who I am, uh, like a reminder of my identity that I am valued by God. God values me. I am important to God. I have a purpose. So it really did give me like a fresh perspective. And I know that those gestures were also like an extension of God's love. And then I also reached out to one of the wisest minds that I know in my life, aka my godly counsel. So these are my church leaders, my pastors, and and I started reaching out to them, you know, and I was counseled. It just it just gave me a fresh perspective. Like there were people that I know are rooted and grounded in the word of God who are there supporting me, praying for me 
not judging me. And so that helped a lot too. But what really helped me was when I came to church, when our church already reopened. And don't worry, we're practicing social distancing. So when I came to church and knelt to God and I just bowed down to God, you know, there was this presence that rushed over me and I was I was crying and I can't explain it, but it it was like love rushing through me like I'm receiving it in my spirit that God was telling me that he loves me he's not mad at me he's not frustrated with me and that he's happy that I came he's happy that and I'm not talking about the physical church okay he's happy that I came to his presence and that really healed me that really marked the change in that long season of me struggling with anxiety and depression and what I really can say is that most of us you know are pursuing after a sense of fulfillment most of us are pursuing after a sense of uh, purpose sense of success and we're getting all these things from the world but the world has shut down ever since covid hit and we are locked in our houses and all of a sudden we can't do the things that we were once so freely able to do and that brings out the conditions of our hearts for me that meant my heart being exposed to me before my eyes that i am not grounded i am not satisfied with the presence of god alone i was drawing sense my sense of purpose and sense of fulfillment over things from the world which were very idolatrous and they're not honoring God but I also I was made to realize how unsatisfying the world is I remember when I was going through this season I remember thinking like what is life all about what's up with this life like why can't I find any joy there's no joy in turning the tv on there's no joy in even browsing my phone and suddenly you know social media is not satisfying and everything was just unbearable all the usual activities that I usually found entertainment from they meant nothing and I was like am I having a King Solomon moment because it was like I was walking through the book of Ecclesiastes like what is up with all of these things they don't make any sense and you know what that is the truth all these things they don't make sense apart from God apart from God who's going to put, you know, joy in your heart. Everything else is just really vanity and it's not going to satisfy your soul. And I experienced that and I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I have a revelation that none of these things in the world can ever satisfy our soul. Like we have a void in our hearts and it can never be filled by anything that is in this world. It can only be filled by the presence of God. And when I learned that, that, you know, I was telling my friend, I, I had this friend that I really confided in and I was telling this friend, you know, I, I feel like I'm in a tunnel. I'm just waiting for me to just pass through this tunnel. And I thought that my tunnel was, was my unemployment. And then I also thought that it was because of unanswered prayer. And I thought it was because I was worrying about the future because my finances were, you know, a little loopy. And I thought it was all these things. But you know what? It was none of these things because right now I'm still unemployed, but everything is so different from how it used to be.
Do you know what the tunnel was? It was the presence of God. The presence of God is the only thing that can ever satisfy our souls because we have a void in our hearts that can only be filled by God's presence. So if you are someone who is struggling with, I don't know, maybe you're anxious because of the overwhelming changes that happened after you know, the pandemic, or if you're someone who's struggling with depression or you have this chronic illness i'm not here to say that you know it is a spiritual issue it's not really an illness i'm not here to say that my stand there is that i think that not all mental health issues are illnesses i think that some are spiritual issues but i also believe that there are mental health illnesses that are chronic so it's like it's an actual illness so i do believe that i'm not saying you know don't go seek professional help or just pray your way out of it i'm not here to say anything about that what i'm going to say is that you know practice wisdom and discernment but god's presence encompasses everything and you can never go wrong with the presence of God. If you enter the presence of God, oh my goodness, like it's peace, it's love, it's serenity. It's it's just so different if you're in the presence of God. Nothing else matters if you don't have God's presence. You will never be satisfied. And I'm thankful and grateful to God that I really went through this season because I was made to realize how idolatrous my heart was before God and I didn't want to be that way I want to honor God in my life and I want to honor him by sharing this story to you as well so I don't know if my story is so all over the place I did not write a storyboard for this so I don't know if it's clear but the main theme of this podcast or this story is that nothing else satisfies. It's only God. So if you're looking for satisfaction apart from God, I'm telling you that you're up for a great frustration or discouragement because you can never get any satisfaction apart from the presence of God. And that's it. That's it. That's what I want to tell you guys. So just real quick, what are the things that helped me come out of it? Number one, I prayed. I prayed my heart out to God. I was honest with my feelings. And during the times that I couldn't pray anymore, I wrote to God. I love writing. So um, it was one of my expressions, you know, my, my creative expression. So I have this notebook filled with my letters to God during this that whole season of an overwhelming cycle of dread and panic. So I wrote my heart out to God. And then during the times that I couldn't pray anymore, I worshipped and just listen to worship songs over and over and over and over again. And the third that I did was to reach out to people and just, you know, um, move past from the feeling of wanting to isolate to reaching out to friends that I really trust. And then I talked to godly councils. I talked to the appointed leaders in my life, aka my pastors, um, you know, my spiritual family. And I, I repented before God. That's the fifth one that I did. I repented. I admitted to God that, you know, I was I was wrong in in drawing so much time and energy from all these vanity in the world apart from him. So I repented and I just had this change of mind. Repentance is really a change of mind. If you translate that in Hebrew, that means a change of mind. So I had a change of mind and heart and I just really knelt before God and in all honesty 
apologized to him for dishonoring him and and I stayed in his presence. I rested in him. And it was just so powerful. The presence of God is so powerful. And ever since that happened, ever since I did that, everything changed. Now, you know, when I look at all the corners of my house, everything else is, you know, suddenly colorful. Like Everything is bright and I'm back to my old happy self. So that's what I want to share with you guys is that go to God's presence and you can never go wrong. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening in. Let me just leave you with a verse from Psalms chapter 16 verse 11. And in the New Living Translation, it says here, For you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasure of living with you forever. Sorry, that was actually Psalms chapter 16, verse 10 to 11. Again, thank you so much for listening in. I will see you again on our next episode. Please, if you like this video, please hit like. And if you haven't, please subscribe. We are moving to a proper podcast channel really soon because I feel that people go to YouTube for video contents and not really audio content. So I'm working on moving us to a proper podcast channel that's going to happen really soon but we will be here until further notice again thank you so much for just supporting and listening in and please if you have a friend who is struggling with anxiety or depression especially at this time please share this video if you feel that it's going to uplift the soul of your friend Thank you so much for being with us today. We will see you again on our next episode. Please remember that God loves you so much. Bye!